Coming to you live from Parkview Studios, The Garage. This is The Brothers Catch-Up, a weekly podcast where two brothers come together just to catch up. I'm Sal Biazzi. With me, as always, is my brother, Frankie Biazzi. I'm an asshole. (laughs) I know. I should have peed before we started this. (laughs) I forgot that I say my own name. (laughs) Well, I knew just by the look on your face, you were still so stunned about stunned about that loss. That I mean, it's just it's just bad football. Like Josh <laughs> Allen just sucks at football. I'm tired of the praise that that doofus gets because he had one good year. Yes. Um, he's better than your you are at football. That's debatable. He could probably beat you one on one at football. How do you, for, I didn't even play <laughs> football? Um, I don't know. I'm also out of it, and I'm not gonna have my A performance tonight. It's just something we're gonna have to deal with. It's I- late. Don't sell yourself a, short. You're already doing plane. great. I was on a plane all day. Then I went to the gym when I got off the plane. Do you remember the movie Snakes on a Plane? Or 6 o'clock Arizona time. Huh? Do you remember the movie Snakes on a Plane? Yeah, of course. Samuel L. That's one of my big fears now when I get on a plane. Snakes? Like <clears throat> bio-warfare snakes. That they might be on the plane. I gotta be honest, I think you're pretty good. I don't think you have to worry about it. Is there it. anything worse than snakes that someone could smuggle onto a plane that could get loose and cause chaos on the plane while you're uh, on No, it? I mean, that's 100% the worst. Like, t- what if there was a tiger that in the cargo hold that somehow made it into, like, the bathroom? And everyone just knew why that there's a tiger. Not- Wait, seriously, though. Why were there not sequels? To- like, you know how Fast and the Furious just, like kept making movies yeah, until they became so ridiculous that it's yeah. like it doesn't matter like the, we now know the movie's not based in reality we're driving cars in space like we're just having fun snakes on the plane should have been like or the next one should be like elephants on a plane tigers on yeah a plane. really push the envelope let's we'll just go crazy with it i agree like like if you think about like home alone yeah. right like mm-hmm. they could have done the same thing like how many times can you possibly leave someone home alone? <laughs> yeah, how many times are you leave the same kid behind? How many times really are you going to have Samuel two Jackson? Is the yeah, there's no logical way to get a third. You could do you the can't one. Leave Kevin McAllister. You can leave him once. Third time yet. And then you can creatively get him to a different city a second time. And then like there's really, no we all know that the parents are horribly negligent. But there's no third. But it's comical for the movie because it's a Christmas movie. All yeah, the things. there's no way a third. But, like, how many times can you get Samuel L. Jackson on a plane with a different animal loose? Thousands. It's endless. <laughs> there's a million scenarios you can yeah. create. <clears throat> how many times can the Fast and the Furious team race cars? Every year. Every year. We can, just, <laughs> we can do it all the time. And the scales and stakes get higher. Yeah, they're, they're robbing a bank by the fifth movie. Not just a bank. We were, like, taking the entire vault, vault out. out. Yeah, like... The wall of a major building. If you look at movie one, movie five, and then movie nine, like, just those three, you're like... What, what if that was the trilogy? Like, just those three movies? <laughs> That'd be pretty funny. Uh... So do you want to pause it, go to the bathroom, and then come back? And no, then... I just want to kind of go. All right. I already talked about hiking. Yes. But it has nothing to really do with a hike. Okay. There are people on the hike. Everyone's got just guns with them. That's awesome. Like on their hip? 
Yeah. You probably need them out there. For sure. Rattlesnakes, dude. Cougars and shit. Uh, mountain lions. You gotta be strapped. But, like, just sick revolvers and, like, awesome little handguns that people just walk with. I'm like, that's cool. Constitutional carry in Arizona. That's how it should be everywhere. It's my right to have my gun Is constitutional me. carry just open carry? Yeah. It's just like, you're just allowed to have a gun. Why wouldn't you be? Which is how it should be, baby! That's like how this country was founded. Everyone just had a gun, walked around. I'd bring my gun to work. My nice holster. Oh, boy. On your shoulders. But I see, here's the thing. I wouldn't want to carry that gun with me. Well, yeah. True. God forbid. I'd carry that Taurus, though. So he had a Taurus. Which is cool. I think it's a different gun, though. Like, it's a, it has to be a different... What's yours? GC? No, mine's the, the twenty two. Yeah, so his but is probably the nine mil. His is the nine mil, so but his barrel looks short. Probably the GX three or GX four. Yeah, yeah. the inches I think, and then mine's the TX twenty two. It's actual like long barrel, right? Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, man. Someone knocking on the garage door. It's the wind tonight is howling, as they say, and the garage door is rattling with us. Um, so while you were away, uh, uh, we went to Bocce and had a great time without you. Do you, well, that's nice. And I, I laid down an entire bottle of sake. Nice. It's good. Uh, do you think there's ever going to be innovation to the hibachi dinner? I don't think there can be. You think it has to remain the exact same? It's been the same since... We've just hit the max of, like, what we can do. No, see, Yorimoto Hibachi was born in 700 AD. You're making this up. No, in Hokkaido, Japan. And he performed and perfected the hibachi ritual and passed it down. And What's there's his name? one hibachi school in northern Japan that teaches all the hibachi chefs the routine. And it's one of the things about it is it has to remain unchanged. It's like a it's like the whirling dervish dance. You're just making this up. Well, Which is fine. Weird. But seriously though, why is it that every hibachi thing is just the same. Why isn't there innovation? There's gotta be some other stuff we can do with an egg and a spatula. Or some onions. We can only do volcanoes and trains. Have you ever been to, um, Medieval Times? No. But I've been to Arabian Nights, which is similar. <laughs> it's kind of the same. But you don't change... People come because they like it. I don't know. I... If you told me, like, every month there's, like, a new trick implemented, <laughs> I'd go to Hibachi more. i never go to Hibachi. I've seen it. I've seen it. There's no... Like, at some point... You gotta, you've you seen gotta the Hibachi show so many times. Like, when you go for Hibachi, you're just going for the food. Like, of you're course, not, you're just going for the food. I don't care about the show. I've yeah. seen the show. There's nothing new here. You're going to squirt the little pee-pee boy. You're going to whip some zucchini into my mouth, and you're going to make a volcano. Great. Yeah, but it's fun. The, the uh, There was a hibachi dinner I went to where, like, they did pull out something that I hadn't seen before. It made my night. Every once in a while, I get a hibachi chef that does something that's a little flair. I'm like, all right, see, so that's guy, different. He puts a sesame seed on the grill, and he goes, sesame seed. And then he puts a, a pile of them, and he goes, sesame street. And he, like, 
fans them out, and I was like, I haven't seen that before. That was nice. It's about you it. See, every once in a while, like I saw a guy who did like. Well, this guy we just had, he had he had a few things that were a little different. <clears throat> like he busted out the sake to squirt in everyone's mouth, but he also busted out a spicy sake that was like even harder than the other side. That's not like a trick. That's just like. But there's other. He did. Here's what I, I actually think I might train to be a hibachi chef, and yeah. I'm just gonna be wild. Like I'm gonna smash eggs on people's heads. Like you get me as your hibachi chef. You're gonna be. It's gonna be a memorable night. When he flipped zucchini in everyone's mouth, he did like four at one at like. I, I'm throwing the the zucchini at you as hard as I can. <laughs> catch it. I've had a hibachi chef that was like kind of a dick. Like that's what I, I think. That's what you need. You know, there's that no, restaurant not where enjoyable. like the waiters make fun of you. You don't want that. But like I said, people go because they like the show and that it's fun and the food's good. You know what you're gonna get. That's the appeal. What I kind one of the things I like about it is like you can go to any hibachi restaurant anywhere in the country. The you know what thing. you're gonna get, and you know if you like hibachi, you're gonna like it, and you're gonna get a little show. And I you can always bring someone who's never been to hibachi. Well, so that's what I was gonna say is like, no matter where you go, there's always like a table at a hibachi restaurant that's like cheering because they've never done hibachi before, and that's cool. Ew! Like <laughs> what are you doing? Your dog's going to eat that and die. Um, what if the hibachi chef came out, cuts everything up, starts cooking it, and just puts on no show? Like, just stands in but front of you. But like just hibachi. Just ever. cooks food. If it tasted great. Because in Japan, there's this, uh, there's this YouTube account yeah. that only posts food videos from Japan. Of like these restaurants, and they're all kind of hibachi style, but there's no show. It's just like they just precisely cook your food in front of you. Yeah, it's fascinating. It's way better than the show. Like, oh, I threw an egg up and cracked it. I caught a shrimp in my pocket. Uh, look, it all works, man. If you just the hibachi fad in America, the reason why it's so popular, is like we said, it's just... I think it shows how dumb we are. reliable. I think it shows how dumb we are. I don't know if it's dumb. It's pretty dumb. It's just we're, you know, consumers. We're dumb. I don't think about anything about hibachi is dumb. No, I don't think it's dumb. So how does it show I think dumb? it shows that we're dumb, that like... It's been the same show for 40,000 yeah, years. Yeah, it's not a show, though. Like, it's not like you're going to... It's not a show. It is a show. No. It's how good... Watch how good I am with my knives and food. Yeah, it's a little performance. What do you think of performances? It's a show. No. A show is implying that you're going there to watch a show. You're not going there to watch a show. I think you are. You're going there for food. You're going there to dinner okay, for dinner. Okay, Yes. Hibachi restaurants... Are predominantly like ninety eight percent paired with what food? Like, well, sushi and Japanese okay. cuisine. Yeah. What food is better? That doesn't matter. It most certainly matters. No, it doesn't at all. If you were going for food, you get sushi. No. If you're going for a show, you get hibachi. No. You're wrong. I. All right. I, that's the, then when we used to go to Mongolian barbecue. That was we were going for the show. 
No, that's for the food. No, you're, so you're no, an asshole. No, that's for, you're a no. dumb asshole. What are you talking about? You're that's for the food. No. There's no show. It's you watch that guy <laughs> stand there and stir the food on the hot table. Yeah, I watch him because he has hands food. food. <laughs> <laughs> this is a fucking hibachi chef. Come on. No, but like, the hibachi chef comes to your table. I have to physically go to this man and oh watch him cook God, my food. Dude. What are you talking about? Your whole, your whole and theory no other here food. is so fun. Oh, it's not like if you go to Mongolian barbecue, it's like, you can either make this bowl and give it to the man, or you can order a lobster dinner. There's no, like, other option that's better quality food. It's just that's it. Every time you eat somewhere, that like you're just saying that if I choose McDonald's, I'm going for the performance that McDonald's okay. puts on for me. T- tomorrow you have a buddy flying into town yeah. from God knows where. It doesn't matter. You're being such and a no, no, you're being no. such a dickhead about this. I'm not. It's wait, so hold dumb. On. Wait, hold it's on. So dumb. You have a buddy flying in, flying into okay. town. Mm-hmm. He's never. You're talking. He goes. Uh, hibachi, I don't know what that is. You, okay. what? you don't know hibachi? You're talking about it? Yeah. I gotta take you to hibachi. You go to hibachi that night. Why are you taking me to hibachi? Is it like, you gotta try these noodles with this steak. It's Freaky. the best. Hibachi food, when you're sitting there and you have it and it comes off the grill, it's delicious. Sure. It's great food. It's great food. I it's love better it. than I... most Chinese food you could get ordered to your house. Yeah, for sure. It's equivalent in price if you're getting it delivered. I agree. You get a little performance while you're there. Why are you bringing someone to hibachi? It's There's fucking never... fun! Exactly! It's a show. It's fun. You're it's a performance. A... No! <laughs> it's... <laughs> Anytime you go to a good restaurant, you want a fun atmosphere. You want to have. You want to enjoy your dinner. You're right. You People do... go to the Palm because it's fun. Kind of. Although, you know what? You may have just got me. Because I'm thinking back to like... There's a steakhouse in Orlando called Christner's. Fucking just like your old school steakhouse. And we used to go for our holiday party at work. And we'd get this back room. Just it's like 15 of us at this long table. You bring expensive bottles of wine and you just like just eat steak. It's a fun atmosphere. There's no show to it, but it's a fun atmosphere. But Frank... When you're at a good Mexican restaurant, you have them come and make guacamole at your side table, or you go to the fajitas that come out Sizzling. steaming. Yeah, yeah. Or if you're at, a, I mean, there are a million places that do. We used to get bananas, bananas Fosters, fa- where they yeah. make it. It's like that's not a that's not a show, but you might go because you want that, and you might want to see it. I just think it's you're there. Different. No, it's a Japanese steakhouse. You're getting you're choosing to get the Japanese steak. I want to go and get the hibachi. I'm gonna sit at the hibachi table. The Japanese steak chef is gonna come out. He's gonna do the little Japanese traditional steakhouse shtick. And I'm gonna enjoy it because I kinda wanna see it. It's fun. And then I'm gonna eat my whatever it is I ordered. I get the scallops. I like hibachi scallops if they are. If I guess are my there. thing is like I've been with people who I've gone to get sushi with yeah. and have ordered hibachi dinner at the regular sushi table. Yes. Where you, because, like, you can do that. Like, it's not like you of need course. to sit at the table and get the show. So, like, this I've person, had hibachi dinner delivered to my house. Yeah. And it's always... Listen, I'm not saying the food isn't good. I love hibachi food. Sometimes you're just in the mood for hibachi. Yeah. But, like, don't you feel like you're missing something when you just get it delivered or you just get it ordered... So well, yeah, of course you're side. missing the the whole performance aspect. Correct. But you're not going for the show. 
I kind of think you are. Well, I mean, you're going because you want a hibachi dinner. Part of that is the cooking of it, which consists of it being on a grill in front of you. Just like when you go to a Mongolian barbecue. When we go to Mongolian barbecue, we factor in, part of it is I am going to have to hand this bowl of meat, frozen meat to this man. That's, by the way. And he'll cook it on a grill in front of you. We're just talking about, like, all, like, the make-your-own, cook-in-front-of-you type places that exist. Yep. Is Mongolian the best? Just, like, you get to make a bowl of frozen shit. Whatever you want that's frozen, just throw it in this bowl. Well, the vegetables aren't frozen. Neither well, they the might noodles. be. They might have been. No, most and some. Of them and I've been to. And the noodles are. And the, if you go to better Mongolian places, that aren't frozen. Yeah, the meats. No, but I frozen. like it frozen. Like I specifically <laughs> like it frozen. Something about it. Is that the best experience? I do like it. Oh, you know what? I I've wish always, there were more Mongolian barbecue restaurants. I agree. I've always wanted to try um. The the type of Japanese restaurant where each table has like their own little grill and like they serve you just raw meat and like you put it on and you cook it yourself. There's no one there for you. You cook it yourself. What do you call that? Why would you go to that place? Because you're cooking your own food. That's cool. That's not a show. No, of course not. But it's it's an experience. Like you're going for the experience and the food. The experience. So what if that restaurant offers? Think about like a. What if that restaurant offers sushi that's better? Well, I don't. I'm not going for the sushi there. I'm going for this experience. I want to make my own. I want to grow my own food over conversation with a friend. You know. Why would you go to like a Brazilian restaurant? Because you want the experience of it, like. <laughs> being shaved off in front it's of It's funny because we're not even like arguing meat. anything. It's just that... Yeah. Yeah. I've enjoyed this conversation. <laughs> Listen, it's, if you don't want to talk about all the I different just, ways you can get food prepared in you're front of you. Used to, I think we just started this conversation with you saying that I think the hibachi chef needs to change the show because it's... He does. He does. <laughs> At the end, I'm not... But I'm it's not, not a show. He doesn't that. do it. Because he want he wants to but draw in where, customers. Well, that's where this argument started. They're not. Ca- just, it's not a carnival. You're like it's kind of a carnival, I don't know, man. It's, it's less not, a restaurant and more a carnival. If but that's it not wasn't true. about when that. you go to a Brazilian steakhouse, that's a show. I agree. It's a big performance. Of course. They don't. You're like the Brazilian steakhouse need to change their show okay. up. They start imagine juggling me, their. Imagine roast for me, if beefs. you will, a restaurant. Yeah. That is just like you go in. And they give you a menu, and you just, like, order food. Mm -hmm. And they give it to you. That's every restaurant in the world. (laughs) Yeah. Now imagine a restaurant where it's like you go in, they give you, like, a little card that's red on one side, (laughs) green on the other. And it's like, we're just going to keep walking around with different kinds of meats. And as long as your card is green, we're just going to keep feeding you. That restaurant's cool. You go, I want to go for the experience. Yeah, but I'm not... I'm not saying you don't. You're saying that the hibachi chef needs to change the show. Yes. He doesn't need to change the show. You're right. Okay, you know what? You're right. He doesn't need to. (laughs) He should. (laughs) But at the end of the day, all they're trying to do is give you what you want. And what people want is that experience. 
Just like they want that experience. But like, if you're, the- but my my point is this, Al. Like, if you're <laughs> someone who's had the experience multiple times, no, sure, it's still an experience. It's fine. Oh, I get to, some delicious food. I get to eat it right off the grill. Because it's not and about. I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch this oh show God, that I've me. seen. Uh, it's not about the show. He's not a juggler. He's your chef. He's literally he's juggling knives. He's what no. are you talking about? He's a chef who's very talented been, and skilled. I've been he's showing to, off his skill. I have been to a oh bunch of restaurants where the chef juggles knives. You're what do you mean asshole. he's not a juggler? You're an asshole, man. I think you're wrong. I think you're, he's I think not you're wrong. He's not your fucking monkey. He's cooking your food for you. All right. I'm putting a Twitter poll up. <laughs> uh... The, the poll is going to be, uh, I don't know how to do a poll. No, but you see what I'm saying? I mean, the, I guess the, so, but you're The wrong. chef comes out. He's got all of your food ready to go. He's going to cook it in front of you. He's going to go through the routine that a hibachi chef is trained to do and prepare the food in the way that you expect it to be prepared. And you're going to get the food that you expect. It's not about what he's doing. He's not necessarily trying to perform for you so that you're clapping for him. It's about the people you're with, the food you're going to get. And then also, hey, he's going to cook it in front of you. So like when you're like, oh, if you bring someone out of town, why are you bringing them hibachi? You're bringing them to hibachi because you're going to say, hey, the fried rice comes off the grill. It's hot. It's so good. And he does it right in front of you. And the fucking fire comes out. And, and he's going to clean the grill. Oh, it's great. And you get free ice cream at the end. They bring you out. That's it. It's a fun thing. But you're like, oh, he needs to fucking do something else. He needs to start telling different jokes. And all of them tell different jokes, like we said. It's different enough. I'm just saying, like, do something else with the egg. Like, <laughs> I've, they I've all seen do every different. person spin it with their finger. Throw it up and catch it on the... Egg roll. Yeah. That's the joke. You said everyone... Dude, this dog... (laughs) Why is he humping you? (laughs) (laughs) Your dog hates me. Yes. Hates people. Doesn't hate me. Hates people. He loves you tonight. And he's just trying to fuck my leg. (laughs) Quinn, what's going on, boy? I've never seen Quinn hump anything. How do I want to word this question? I don't know what you're trying to ask. Is hibachi considered a show? No. <laughs> is a is an hibachi Listen, a hibachi? People go to medieval times over and over and over again. They know what's going to happen. Although, actually, I think medieval times like practically out of business. So. Also. You don't is know Hooters, what's going to happen. Is Hooters a show? No. But like, why would you go to Hooters? For the wings. Okay. <laughs> Dude, he's biting at my pot. You're going to rip my shit. What do you have in your asshole? pants? I don't know. Something you have is driving him wild. Um, I'm going to say something. Aww. I don't know if it was about Hooters, but like, I don't think Hooters can be, it's not the same. 
Like, Hooters? I've never been to a Hooters. Really? I've never been to a Hooters. The first time I go to Hooters, if I ever go, yeah, I'm going because of their food. I mean, uh, the only um, times I've went were because of their food. Three times. How is Hooters still allowed to operate in today's society where we cancel everything and everyone? Because you can't really cancel people who don't give a shit about what you say about them. Amen, brother. So Hooters is, Amen. like, untouchable because it's just, What are you going to complain now? They're like, we've always been here. It's true. Do you want us to hire trans Hooters people? They probably do. They probably... If you're a trans person and want to work at Hooters and you can look like the Hooters girls look, I guarantee there's probably a trans Hooters girl somewhere. Yeah, probably. Because <laughs> all it's about is can you carry the food to the table and have big boobs. And a lot of the time it's not even about really big boobs. It's just can you wear a tight t-shirt. Yeah, it's like you don't need to actually have big boobs. You just need to like be okay showing any boob. Yeah. I mean, we just... Just kind of objectify yourself. Um, for tips. But that's not a show. The Hooters girls don't need to do anything different. Correct. No, you know what? I kind of think they do. Give me a little something. <laughs> you don't have to do much, but like incorporate something. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not saying you have to give lap dances to the people who are there, but like... Incorporate like a little like kiss me on the cheek. Yeah. Oh, perfect. <laughs> like when you go, you get a kiss on the cheek. Imagine the gross cheeks that they'd have to kiss. Was it? <laughs> oh, all right. So I was in Arizona. We went to this restaurant. Uh, it's called Tortilla Flats. Okay. It is in Canyon Lake, Arizona. Got it. Which is like forty. It's like an hour east. Of Phoenix. It's this big winding road in this canyon. And there's a huge lake. And then there's like no people around. But there's like this weird bar area that people travel to. It's busy. This restaurant. On the wall. Big restaurant. Like. Like a couple different rooms. Different levels. Jutting out walls all over the place. It's just. It's a funky, like, old-timey restaurant. Every single inch of the walls, the bar stools, there were, like, bookshelves, everything. Everything that was on the wall. There's a dollar stapled to the wall. So, like, you go in, you take out a dollar, you decorate your dollar, you can write your name on it, where you're from, you can put a joke on there, whatever you want. You can put whatever you want on this dollar. And then they staple the dollar to the wall. What a horrendous business model. They're just missing out on all that money that they could be... Like, there had to be thousands of dollars just on the wall. And, like, they're, like, they're, like, too deep. Like, if you, like, pull one back, because, like, they probably have a new layer of dollar every, like, five years. Cover they have a fire. It's a lot of money. Also, I think it's illegal. They're just defacing U.S government property that's that law is much looser than people think people draw like penises on them and like <laughs> put them on the wall uh someone turned the dollar into like making it look like a bitcoin it's cool by the way like 
the economy kind of crashed last year. <laughs> I know. It did. It's kind of funny. No one's even, like, really acknowledged it. Because I, I think we've reached a point under the Biden administration where, like, no one really cares. Except on social media, I see so many Democrats who tell me that everything's great. Again, there's this girl I found on Twitter this past week. And she's like... She said, I went down a rabbit hole on the dead internet theory. I don't think any of you are real. And I was like, yeah. Like, I think that's kind of where we're at. I don't think... Like, Twitter specifically. I really don't think it's real. Like, I think you were put... Like, the theory goes that, like... You're kind of put into this chat room world... Where, like, you're interacting with, like, this small group of people that are real. And, like, everyone else are just these fill-ins. And, like, they're run by bots or AIs and different things. Like, I really... So that's why when you get into these arguments, I'm like... I don't know how much of it is real. Who is that? Like, how are we supposed to ever know? I know. I, I get that feeling a lot. The internet changed in 2015, 2016. Bernie Sanders campaign yeah, it's just picked kinda up like, steam. It's they done flooded now. Reddit with bots to take over the Bernie Sanders subreddit, so it was too organic. Everyone and like once, once like the subreddits like the Donald and stuff started getting banned, when like fat people hate got banned, that was a little before all that. Still, it's kind of setting the precedent. Like we're just we're changing things. Yep. But, you know, it is what it is. Alright, why don't we call it early tonight, because it's late. Everyone have a good week. Um, If you're a listener of this podcast, just know that we appreciate you. And we hope you tune in every Tuesday or Monday when the podcast goes live. It goes live Monday night or afternoon. It'll be up Tuesdays. I put, as my Instagram poll... (sighs) Is a hibachi dinner performance considered a show? <laughs> yes or no? It's got one vote. Yeah, it's a very small sample size. They voted yes. So you're getting <laughs> killed right now. It's 100%. There's still time for you to come back, but... Also, I don't like the wording of that question. I think you. I think that's a loaded question. How else was I supposed to answer it? You said, is a hibachi dinner performance a show? You're specifically talking about the performance. What would you like? Is a hibachi dinner a show? Yes. Alright. I'll only three people have seen it. I will delete it and repost it. Yeah. You can't you can't load the question. Alright, look, deleted. Boom. Like say when you go to Hibachi Dinner, are you going to see a show? Okay. Alright, hold on. Let's really let's get before we end this This episode. We will get this right. Alright, how do you want me to word this exactly? It should be, when you go to hibachi dinner, are you going to see a show? I gotta be honest. Yeah. I think your rewording of the question... Is helping you? Is, yeah. Like, I think this is gonna hurt you. <laughs> no, I think... When I... you go to hibachi dinner, comma, are you going to see a show? Because I think you think what that question is asking is like, 
you think that's asking people, are they actively choosing to go to Hibachi when they're going to see a show? <laughs> but it's really just asking the same thing I was already asking, which is like, is a show being performed at the dinner you're going to? The answer no, is yes. So your, your question is loading it. You're saying like, is the performance a show? And that's going to make people say like, yes. The whole yes. thing is a show. No, but see, the question I'm asking is, even the, ice cream, the, the, end, even the ice cream at the end is kind of a show. What are you talking about? What what other place gives you free dessert unless it's your if it's not your birthday? <laughs> Some places. I mean, the meal's a little expensive, so they gotta throw in the ice cream at the end. Also, is there anything better than green tea ice cream? No, it's so good. All right, we can end it. Night, everyone. Let's go, Dolphins. Keep winning. Was it like your first hiking trip? No, I've hiked. You've never hiked. You literally told me once you were like, "Can I go hiking? Because I want to hike." I've never. Yeah, done but it. even that, 
don't know. I guess officially, I've never really like hiked. You texted me. You were like, "I just did the hardest hike any that, person's ever done." No, it was no. I don't think straight it was, up into the sky. No, I don't think I was it was like, like how far was it? You're like two miles. No, it was first of all, it was three miles. Um, <laughs> I don't think it was the hardest hike anyone's ever done. But for someone who doesn't hike, that's a hard hike. Hell yeah, dude, that's and awesome. And you were acting like any. Listen, sure, anyone can do that hike because we were with a group. I wasn't that's saying that anyone could do. But it. you made it seem that like you do hikes like that all the time. It's no. like no, like you're only getting that kind of terrain there. Yeah, unless you're hiking in the desert of Arizona, you're not. Okay, like I mean it. Like we're talking. I almost got lost actually. Amanda's cousin Tristan. Uh, me and him, we're with a group of like, we have some older people, we got younger people, and some of the, like we were stopping and waiting for people to catch up, and then we'd go, we'd stop and wait, and it's only a mile and a half up, and we're working on like two hours, and I'm like, we're so close, we like, why don't you just like jog the rest of the way, like yeah, so we just took off, started running, as in the, a minute into the run, like thighs are burning, hard to breathe and this trail isn't really like well defined so all of a sudden we just hit a dead end and we're like hmm this can't be right and then we just started trying to backtrack and that was impossible we somehow eventually did find the trail but i don't know i panic in situations like that i'm like oh we're done i'm out here forever well that's what happened to me and rachel when we were but part of the fun of hiking is kind of getting lost sometimes and not, and having to find your way back or experiencing See, parts of trails that you wouldn't have found if you didn't lose the trail you were on, I think. Yeah, I guess so. I To me, though, I don't find that fun because I get too scared. Like, I think, like, oh, I can't... I'm not on the trail. But it's going to get dark, even though it was, like, 10.30 in the morning. <laughs> I'm like, this is it. This is Frankie's last stand. <laughs> This is where I die. You have, no, you have no faith in yourself. Yeah. Also, we packed so horrendously. Like, no one had any water. We were out of water. <laughs> You're in the desert, man. <laughs> we, no okay. one brought water. So we are oh eating breakfast God. at the hotel before we go. And, like, when we were planning the hike the day before, her aunt and uncle, who live out in Arizona, like, they're telling us about this hike that we're going to do. Like, it's a little bit more strenuous than, like, any of the other hikes. It's going to be a little bit tougher. Like, okay. So we're eating breakfast at the hotel the morning of. And Amanda's mom is like, all right, let's get some waters. And at the breakfast, they serve, like, the little water bottles. Yeah. Like the, I guess those are eight-ounce bottles. The little ones. She grabs, like, six of them. Like, all right, that's probably fine. There's seven of us. Literally, that's like not everyone gets a full one of the small water bottles. So by the time we get to the top, everyone is dying. Like, her mom and her mom's friend look like they are not making it down. They are. They, like, she got to the top. Like, she was done. And she was still like, I need help. Like, I can't go any further. And then everyone starts getting to the top, and everyone just starts asking, like, all right, who's got water? And everyone's like, I don't have water. Do you have water? And it's just like, well, when you there's text- not water until we get down. And then even once you get down, you have to get in the car. You have to drive out of the desert. Well, that's why when you texted me about the hike, 
I wasn't trying to be a douche like, oh, I hike a lot. I just think it's part of learning what makes hiking like, oh, I enjoy this hobby is having those experiences out yeah. of Yeah, it was funny. There. It's like you had a good time. It you was, get back and you're like, oh, I like that was great. And it was a lot of fun. Like, But like, how did you go with that water? I don't know. Yeah. I've had a million experiences where like you go off, you think you have enough stuff, you you lose a friend, like just things happen. You're like, oh god. So like also, I was walking. doing it. I was doing it in vans because like bad choice. I didn't pack. <laughs> like I didn't know we were gonna go hiking. Dude, buy hiking boots. So I didn't buy gear. So I'm doing it in vans. Me and Tristan, the ones who made it to the top first, are doing it in vans. Everyone else is doing it in, like real shoes. We get to the top. And what I think is cool about hiking is, like, the dude, there's a dude who's already up at the top, and he comes over to us, and we start talking. He's like, he goes, man, you guys are, that's impressive to do it in those, in those shoes. And then we started talking about all different trails around the world that How'd he's How'd the shoes found. hold up? They're fine. I, if I had to go hiking tomorrow, I think I'd still do it in vans. You're gonna get yourself killed, though. Why? If, I mean, I mean, there's some big rocks I was on, like really big rocks. No, I understand, but like, the only thing you have is, is your the feet? track <laughs> you have. Like a lot of the time, that's like one of my one of my only fears like when falling? I go. I make sure, especially the last hike we were on. I had the baby on my back the entire walk. Well, that's different. But, but I mean, you always have either. A backpack, and it was, like, raining a little, so, like, and it was by a waterfall. These rocks are wet. Every step you take, you have to be so certain of your footing, because if you break... That's what gets you killed. Like, if you break an ankle. Yeah. Or even sprain your ankle, well, and you, you hobble yourself. Now you're the, with a group, you'll be fine. Boy. On the way down, going up in the vans wasn't bad. Going down is where I wish I had, like, other shoes. Because, like... I, at that point, was, like, I was so done with, like, this this hike should have been a lot quicker. Like, we should have been up and down in, like, two hours tops. Yeah. It took us four and a half to five hours to do the whole thing, just from the group. So, at some point, I was just like, I just want to get down. So, I'm just kind of hauling ass down. And I'm just, like, my eyes are just moving so quick to, like, all right, land here, land there, land there. And I, my foot... Every time it hit loose gravel, it was just, like, kicking Sliding out. Sliding up But, overall, it was a good experience. I enjoyed the hike. Uh, well, that's awesome. Whoa! Dude, you got a score here. It's good. We are live watching the build. Are they on the goal line? Who's this flag? Is this another pushing someone out of bounds? I think it's a, a hold. too much. Actually, that flag's probably too late for a hold, right? That's what I'm thinking. I think it it's got to be against the defense. Well, it came in the secondary, I think. So. Defensive holding? We can't... Com we're not allowed to commentate. Yeah, there's another personal thing. All right. Let's go Bills. Put them on the goal line. Horse collar. Hey, it's a great call. <clears throat> can't do that. All right, what else? That's it. Okay. We should probably start the podcast. Okay. It was so funny that no one had water. Maybe.